Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, here we are, 908. It's been a long, arduous week. I was off four days, came back to work today just to talk to Ian McNulty because, well, by God, that's the way I am. Ian McNulty, who covers food and dining for NOLA.com and... He'll, he'll cover food and dining for you if you call him. Just give him a call. He'll come over, have something to eat, talk about it. Um, he's a rock on tour. He's a man about town. He's a rugby player. He's uh, a native of uh, uh, Rhode Island, right? That is, that is one of my ports of call. That's right. He's a, uh, um, he's a, he's a nice guy is what he is. How you doing, Ian? Uh, Tommy, I am great. Um, it has been quite a week of restaurant coverage. You say I cover food and and dining, sometimes I feel like food and dining covers me. And that's the kind of week it's been really busy uh, in the, the race to the end of the year with lots of stuff happening in the restaurant world. Well, you must have um, a hell of but... a dry cleaning, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Tommy, oh, hearing your laugh is the only oh reason I know it's my. Friday. So. Wow, what a witty comment that was, huh? Uh, it sounds good on the radio. What is a, um, a, a loungery? What in the hell is that? Oh. Exactly. What is a loungery? I That's asked, been the I question. asked you that. Yes. Yeah. Well, people have been asking me that because mm-hmm. that was the, the, the type of concept, the description of the concept for a new place uh, that has opened uh, on Julia Street down in the warehouse district. And basically it was explained to me by uh, the creator of it, the, the coiner of the phrase loungery. Uh, they wanted to create a place uh, that was a cocktail lounge for sure, but more than that, uh, with a kitchen that could field a, a compelling menu, but it wasn't a standard restaurant. Uh, so they took brasserie and lounge and voila, loungery. Uh, this place is called Jolie. Uh, that's the name of it. The loungery is the description, but uh, it's one that certainly has caught a lot of people's uh, interest and attention. You know, the and name, that, went... you know, the, the title for this place that just pops into my mind, loungery oh. Jolie. Lingerie Jolie. So it's not like Angelina uh, Jolie. It's going to ring to it. You it's say Lingerie Jolie, don't you think? <laughs> well, this is down in the warehouse district, Julia Street, uh, just a block down from Emeralds. Uh, and it used to be, some people remember the address uh, from when it was called World of Beer. Well, this is a world apart from World of Beer. You walk in now and it is really this lush, stylish lounge with you know, lots of that's some really cool furniture. It's definitely not set up. You, you walk in and it's, it does not feel like a restaurant. It feels like a lounge for sure. Mm-hmm. It feels like you've kind of crossed the threshold into 
some kind of salon. It has a little Parisian flair to it for sure. Then just past all that, there is a, a big bar and tables, big you know, scallop, deep booths lining the wall. Uh, so it is set up there for 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 more of a sit-down meal in different areas of it. Uh, but it really is this flex between the concepts. And the, 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 the genius I thought of it was, you know, downtown has a lot of upscale restaurants uh, and it has a lot of bars. But if you want to get a nice cocktail downtown, you're probably looking at a restaurant bar. And, you know, restaurants and restaurant bars tend to close pretty early, you know, 10, 11 o'clock. Uh, so is that when you want your night to end when you're downtown? Maybe not. So the idea is to occupy that space that's not a nightclub. It's definitely not a something, you know, late night nightclub, uh, but it's not a, purely a restaurant either. And I think it's a good fit for, for downtown. It's the kind of place where you might go before or after dinner somewhere else, uh, but that's not to discount the kitchen, which can certainly uh, field a pretty compelling meal um, to the tune of, a lot of French standards that have been taken on a tour through global influences. Good example is the escargot with curry butter. And so picture escargot. It usually arrives in those that, that, uh, that dimpled um, uh, serving plate hot from the broiler, just bubbling away with garlic and butter. Delicious. I'm here for all that, of course. Uh, but here's a way that presents escargot a little lighter fashion and with a little spice coming through the curry. And it's nice. It's a, it's, it's a fun presentation of it. Beef carpaccio, so yeah. raw beef. Yeah, what, what, what is that? Thin. Because I'm looking at the picture here, and it looks like, from the picture, like it's raw sausage, but it's not. It's raw, <laughs> thinly sliced beef? Yeah, that's, that's Wagyu steak, thinly, thinly sliced. Um, you know, as thinly sliced as a fine prosciutto. Uh, layered, yeah, it looks like it's painted on the plate, doesn't it? You, those, th- those of you in Radio Land can follow along with pictures on uh, NOLA.com or on my Instagram, uh, Ian McNulty NOLA. Uh, you'll see a lot of them up there. And it, it's uh, carpaccio is a great way to eat very nice steak because you're just getting those, that primal flavor of it. It's elegant. It's not very filling. It's a snack. It's wonderful drinking food. And it's all about the way you dress it up. Same with the crudo, the elephant tuna crudo. So that's the kind of food you're going to get there. Uh, and the cocktails are lovely. There's one called Smoke that's made with mezcal, uh, which is you know, tequila's more brooding, smokier, more worldly, could say, cousin. And uh, it is lovely. You, you, you approach the glass and you get this waft of smoke, but then you, you taste it. And it, uh, it, it has this lightness and this brightness to it that uh, is beguiling against the aroma. So it, it's the kind of place for a really nice cocktail uh, with some some beautiful drinking food and at a setting that makes you feel like you've, like I say, crossed the threshold from the uh, the mean streets of the warehouse district into, into this sort of a lush salon. So yeah. Jolie is the loungery down on Julia Street, brand new and definitely worth checking out. Is there anything even close to this in the city right now? Not that I know of. Or um, you're well, well, judging. That's the interesting. That's the interesting flex on it. There are great places to get cocktails. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, of, of this caliber, you know, this is, I'm, I'm here for a, for a spirits and soda kind of a, you know, a one, two punch mm-hmm. all the time. But if you want something that's, you know, kind of pinkies out cocktail style, you know, somebody's really put a lot of effort into the presentation and composition of these cocktails. You're talking about places like Cure, Jewel of the South, uh, Peixos down in the French Quarter, uh, Manolito, uh, 
Uh, yeah, the list goes on and on, but those are the the flex here at Jolie is a place with cocktails of that caliber, uh, but also in this big lounge setting with uh, a kitchen that can feel the kind of dishes we talked about. I would describe it as Delachase on steroids. What do you think? I've seen Delachase on steroids one time. It was scary. Delachase needs to power down on steroids. Yeah, but you understand Uh, what I'm saying? It's that kind of place, but... Yeah, exponential. Yeah, it's it's well, Delicious, and I say this with love, is sort of a wine dive. You know, it's a mm-hmm. wine bar. Uh, it's it's very casual. You and I haven't order been at the bar. Time. Yeah, oh, it's lovely. It's great, and it's a good. Listen, I, I recommend it all the time. Those goose goose fat fries, that steak bruschetta, uh, really nice wine selection. Although I don't look past that that house white <laughs> standing order there. Um, but this is uh, to your point about steroids perhaps this is this is uh the budget has probably been steroided it's, it's, it's a much more uh lush sort of luxurious elegant setting um but you know you need your yin and yang in this world tommy i love the yes you do i love the way you cover the restaurants on algiers point too because there's a lot of activity there huh they, i have been burning up the bridge over to, to algiers point and uh I, I really hope fingers crossed that uh, the new orleans RTA can get its act together with that ferry mm-hmm. to, to keep and expand the hours because that's a vital lifeline to a really special part of the city. So, you know, they, they need to get their act together and figure out how to do that um, because arriving by ferry is just a great way to, to do it. Uh, and if you're, you know, if you live on the West Bank and if you live in Algiers, you're right there at the gates of it. But for those of us who live on the other side of the river, um, you know, crossing by the ferry is just this, it's this wonderful way to explore it. You get off the ferry landing, you're on foot. And now I'm very happy to report there's a lot more to do over there once you get across, especially in the, in the food and drink realm. Um, you know, it's a beautiful neighborhood to just take a walk around, you walk on the levee, check out the you know the view of the French Quarter from the other side, can't be beat. Um, and yeah, like I say, now in addition to the, the long-running uh, restaurants and bars around there, there's been a, a clutch of new places. I'll go through a few of them quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nighthawk is the new pizzeria. It's right there when you get off the ferry. They're doing fantastic uh, Neapolitan-style pizzas with just this wonderful sourdough crust. Uh, it's also a bar. Well, it's a, it's a neighborhood restaurant with a bar, family-friendly, uh, kind of place for a Negroni or a martini with your pizza. Right around the corner, Congregation Coffee just reopened. That was a brand that's been around for a couple of years, sadly closed over the spring, but has a new owner now. Uh, and the founder is kind of coaching them through it, and they brought the coffee shop back. And also, the, it's a coffee brand that you can find on shelves and at restaurants. Um, down the road, down Patterson, right by the levee, is a brand spanking new Jamaican restaurant called 14 Parishes. It's actually the second location of 14 Parishes because their first one, um, or their, their earlier one, is on Oak Street. And it's great. Again, uh, a restaurant with nice cocktails, this time to the tune of, of rum drinks straight from the islands. Uh, and a great way with jerk flavor there. And it's a, it's a nice, vibrant spot. Right there by the by the levee, and I mean all those just opened in the last I'm going to say three weeks perhaps. Uh, but in addition, there's Plume Algiers, which is down and around the corner for a great Indian food. They just uh, completed an expansion, I'm told. Uh, the Little House is a wine bar that has this patio that's real nice. It's all it's just worked into the neighborhood, and right now they've decorated it up like a little Christmas village. <laughs> it's quite charming. Uh, Barracuda Tacos is right in the midst of that neighborhood, an all-outdoor restaurant, a great little taco stand, margaritas, 
Uh, Tanti's Hand is a casual French bistro tucked into the neighborhood. I, see, I keep on saying tucked in because it is. Mm-hmm. That's the, the great fabric of, of neighborhood business. Well, and- All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The other question I wanted to ask, Ian, about that is these are – not new construction. These are repurposed buildings, right? Buildings that exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. And and again, that's the texture of these neighborhood businesses that I don't think we should 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 forget their right. value. You know, you, you travel to other places and you get a restaurant recommendation, and you're driving down a cul-de-sac and off a service road and uh, past a cloverleaf, and you're into the designated commerce zone, mm-hmm. right. and it's you know the food can be great, but it's absolutely soulless. And, you know, the same goes with, like, bars. Like, you, like you have to, you know, take a, take, uh, take a, 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 a transit system to, to, to find a little neighborhood-esque pub that they're imitating. Well, the, the real deal is, is what we have baked into our neighborhoods mm-hmm. uh, with the architecture that we have here. The, you know, all the old corner stores of yore that have become restaurants and bars and taverns, uh, the old houses that have been converted long ago. Uh, and it's... It's that interplay of it that 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 lets you know you're in a place that's got soul, and you know people come and, and bravely start restaurants and bars uh, and put some of their soul into it and their their impressions and their character and their values and their vision, and uh, you know when that hits just right for what you're looking for, it, that, that's that's just that's why we love these places, and so you know that, that's a. That's a big way to say that Algiers Point right now is is having a moment with that, which I'm I'm really glad to see. Uh, so cross the bridge, take the ferry, and if you live over there, enjoy. Getting back to 14 parishes, I get a text here for people that they don't know a lot about Jamaican food. They know about jerk chicken, but that's about it. What else is a it distinguishes food that, like Jamaican food? Well, you got a picture here again if you go to Ian McNulty. At NOLA.com, whole red snapper in brown stew with some red onions on top. Yeah. Just looks delicious. Yeah. And some peppers. Yeah, it's deep, deep, deep flavor. You know, uh, i got to be honest. Sometimes island food can be, I don't know, a little bland. You know, mm-hmm. it's plantains on plantains on plantains. <laughs> but, uh, but not so with Jamaican food in particular. Um, you know, that, that, that in Jamaican cooking, it just has this way of bringing maximum flavor uh, to the ingredients at hand, and you know, jerk seasoning. Everyone thinks of jerk chicken, but that is it's a it's a way of cooking, uh, a way of seasoning the food and cooking the food that uh, really brings a lot of flavor to kind of whatever it touches. So, uh, that's Chef uh, Charles Blake at Fourteen Parishes does a masterful job with that. Uh, if you're wondering where the name comes from, uh, Jamaica is has parishes much like Louisiana does. So there's 14 oh, really? parishes in Jamaica. That's right. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Chef Charles told me one time he grew up, he learned to cook from his mother who, you know, imparted this self-reliance. And I, I think a lot of, of moms or parents out there can, can appreciate this. He, she would teach people to, she teach the children to cook. She had a big family 
And uh, she would cook with them, and then she would say, okay, on Sunday, I'm not cooking. I'm going to church. You're in charge of cooking. If you burn the food, everyone will be hungry, so you better not mess up. Wow. <laughs> and Storms have to go to church, and there's young Chef Charles uh, learning to take the helm. And now he's doing it at uh, 14 Parishes on Oak Street and now on Patterson Road by the Levee in Algiers Point. And, uh, yeah, if you get over there, check out the specials list. The jerk lamb chops, fantastic. The jerk uh, New York strip steak, very, very good. And that whole snapper with brown stew will not be disappointed if you're, if you're a whole fish fan as I am. Uh, this is just a way to smother it with flavor. Just buttery, deep brown, trickle of spice, not overwhelming. Uh, but just that spice that enlivens the palate rather than batters it. On a quick break, phone lines are open. The text line, 504-260-1870. The Oakland Art Jeweler talking text line. Ian McNulty talking, eating, and drinking. I'm already getting some questions about Tana. Is that how you pronounce it? Tana. Tana, right. yeah. I know you've been there and you wrote about it. Somebody else looking for turtle soup by the gallon. Somebody else wants to know about Cafe Reconcile. Somebody else is looking for legitimate Thai food, so we'll talk about all that when we come back. Ian McNulty, he covers eating and drinking for us uh, for NOLA.com, and he's here with us every Friday morning. We love having him. Back in a flash, WWL. Without doubt, our favorite time of the week, talking to Ian McNulty, he covers food and dining culture for the times you New Orleans Advocate your questions at 504-260-1870, especially during the holiday season. If you're looking for some place to have a nice cocktail or uh, a place to eat. We've already covered, what is it, loungery? Jolie, yes, Jolie the loungery. Jolie the loungery, and that's oh. an interesting thing. You can find that at NOLA.com. Somebody texted about Tana, and before we get to that, I-, I wanted to talk to you about the opening of a restaurant and the anatomy of the opening of a restaurant, because I'm looking mm. at your store here, and it says it officially opened this, uh, Thursday, December 14th. After a long build-out and furious few nights of trial runs, one of which you attended, Yes. It, you, you just don't open a restaurant, do you? you got to have a rehearsal in a way? Yeah. Well, there's different ways to do it, and I, I've seen this play out in a lot of different ways. But the standard for, for a bigger restaurant like this is to you know, get everything set, uh, open the doors, and do basically a pressure test. And uh, it's typically like a friends and family night or there may be like a VIP night if the restaurant has a lot of investors and, and you know the, the builders and the contractors and all this kind of thing. Uh, and it basically, it is to there's a there's a, a measure of hey, thank you for your support. We want you to be the first ones in. And there's another measure of we've never actually put this kitchen through its paces before. Uh, the, the staff have not dealt with real live customers with real live questions before. Uh, let's let's do a shakedown cruise on this thing, and that's what that's what that's about. And, and you take and it, it, notes, it, it, I presume, about what worked and what didn't, just like watching a film of a football game, and you fix it, right? Oh yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you will see menus change overnight based on what happened uh, during a, a trial really? run before an official opening. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a very. I mean, you can watch these restaurants change even after they open day-to-day, week-to-week, but that, that is that crucial phase when everything is ready to go. The uh, the permits have finally been acquired. Uh, the, all the systems are, are operating, and, you know, the staff is in place. But you, you, before you invite paying customers in, you, you, it's a good idea to make sure you, you've tested it all out. It's a pressure test, a steam test. Um, and, you know, other places – there's an art to opening restaurants for sure and there's a plan and then very often 
much like Mike Tyson said, that plan goes to the wayside as soon as you get punched in the face. Uh, it's, um, you have to deal with the circumstances of uh, of running a you know the, the three ring circus that is a that is a restaurant, and uh, you know it, it it's yeah it behooves restaurants I think to to do that if they can. Uh, but you know in other cases I've I've seen restaurants that just said you know what we're opening the doors today. Uh, we're going to be kind of quiet about it, uh, and uh, we'll we'll see who comes in, you know. And uh, uh, you know, so you may just stumble into a restaurant and get the first plate of food coming out of the kitchen in cases like that. So uh, let's talk about you're mentioning, the restaurant Tana. Tana. Uh, I'm looking yeah. at uh, some Italian bread with a picture of it with butter imbued with for- pork fat, pork, pork neck fat, pig wow. neck fat, very specifically, yes. Uh, because you know the Italians, God bless them, have have studied the landscape of a pig so thoroughly. They they know which parts go where to make the most deliciousness. Mm-hmm. Ask uh, ask any prosciutto maker or mortadella fan. Uh, but this is uh, this is a new Italian restaurant from Chef Michael Galata. He's known for May, Mofo and Maypop, and uh, he has really just lifted the lid on a showpiece of an Italian restaurant. Uh, very, very uh, significantly in Old Metairie, which along Metairie Road there is just it, it's booming with restaurants now, um, and it, it's it's really really turn, turning up as a dining destination. And uh, this is a restaurant that was designed to go you know toe to toe with the finest in the city, and it's you know it's early days there, but it is it looks like it's up to the task. You walk in, there's a big lounge, uh, a beautiful bar the kind of place you want to go, you know, before you head to an event or maybe afterwards when you're not ready to go home, uh, you turn the corner into this dining room and that is this wonderful mix of, of rustic and elegant touches. Uh, and then you sit down and the food is, it's, uh, my chef Michael has, has really come up with a three part equation here. Part of it is Sicily where he has his family heritage, Galata. The other part is Liguria, which is uh, a region of Italy on the French border, uh, so up in the north, right against Provence, that is known particularly for pesto, for focaccia, for somewhat of a lighter, brighter touch than the red sauce, uh, you know, Sicilian dishes that we know a little better. Uh, and then the third part of the equation is Louisiana. So, you know, there's a dish with uh, spaghetti and clams. Uh, pasta vongole, but with uh, Patton's hot sausage crumbled in there for, for a little dose of Louisiana flavor. There's a, a a lobster that's drenched in the same kind of sauce we would put on barbecue shrimp. Uh, but I hasten to add, you know, for influences like that, this is not a Creole Italian restaurant. This is very much its own creation, uh, reaching into Liguria and Sicily and Chef Mike's own creativity. Uh, they make they have a pasta making station right there in the kitchen. So they're making a lot of pasta in-house. There's a cart that they will wheel around uh, to prepare cheese wheel pasta table side. I don't think that's been deployed just yet. Again, part of that shakedown cruise we were talking mm-hmm. about. But it's there. It's coming for sure. Uh, what is cheese so wheel this, pasta? Yeah, so glad you asked. Cheese, imagine a you know, big wheel of Parmesan, you know, mm-hmm. the, size, the size of a spare tire on a Kia. And uh, it's it's got a, a concave bowl to it where it's been hollowed out a bit. Uh, and what you do is you, you cook the pasta and you kind of twirl it around in that in that uh, cheese bowl with other ingredients. Uh, so the hot pasta catches 
the cheese and it's you know it's it's a it's a it's a very fun engaging mm-hmm. presentation that leaves you with pasta covered in fresh parmesan or aged parmesan fresh from the wheel i should say uh, it, it, it's it's goes to the upscale nature of the restaurant from what i'm hearing and and people should understand ian this is not like they're going into right yes yeah. this is an upscale spot for sure i mean it, the lounge up front kind of sets the scene um it's a place with a 1200 bottle wine cellar that was <laughs> the selections go from forty dollars to four figures uh, so there's a lot to play with in there. It has a sommelier, Steve Russett. He was the guy who rebuilt Emerald's wine cellar after Katrina. Um, the guy's been in the business for a while, knows what he's doing. It, it just a lot of touches all over this place uh, show that the, the people behind it, um, one of which is Gabe Corciani, I should mention, who is big on uh, Metairie development. He's the guy behind Fat Boy's Pizza. This is very, very different from Fat Boy's Pizza. But, you know, he has he saw the vision for – you know, Old Metairie is a, a marketplace with, a, you know, a lot of families, a lot of money, uh, a lot of people who would like to spend some of that money a little closer to home, uh, who maybe don't want to go into the city for all of their fine dining and events. Uh, and now the market is answering that. And Tana, excuse me, Tana, I just did it. It is mm. Tana, not Tana, New yeah. Orleans people. It's named after the chef's grandmother, Gay Tana. Hey, Tana, see Tana. Yeah, keep on doing it. We're going to get stuck in a mosque. Right, let's move on real quick before we run out of time. Yeah, cafe sure. Reconcile, have you been? Yeah, wonderful. It is a nonprofit cafe with a mission to uplift uh, people, young people who didn't get a good break early on, and the food is fantastic. Uh, Chef Martha, since she took over a little while ago, has just been raising the standard there. So it's you go you, you go for the food. And if you didn't know there was a mission, you would think, wow, this is an amazing place. And then when you find out about the mission, you want to keep going back. It's great um, New Orleans, Creole, Soul, down south kind of flavors with a, with a chef's touch and a really uplifting message and mission behind it. Somebody looking for a restaurant that sells turtle soup by the gallon. Look for the commissary, which is Dickie Brennan's literally commissary for his big restaurants, uh, but also – um, is a market and a cafe and a bar. Good old-fashioned there, Tommy. Mm. And so they do quarts, gallons of of uh, staples that they serve at the restaurants. Also check out Commander's Palace. They do uh, some takeout, especially this time of year. You know, they're famous for their turtle soup uh, available for takeout. You should, should be able to order it online. And somebody's looking for authentic Thai food. You are living in a good time for that. There are a ton of great Thai restaurants around town. Uh, Sukhothai Magazine Street just relocated. Um, there's Budzi's Thai, which is down in the Marigny, one of my favorites. Uh, if you're down in the parish in Chalmette, a place called Secret Thai, which is no secret at all, mm-hmm. but a just fantastic restaurant with huge portions, but really good flavor and great value. It's sort of the Rocky and Carlos of Thai restaurants down in Chalmette. It's a lot of fun. Uh, but it goes on and on. Pomelo on Magazine Street, uh, Basil Thai over on the North Shore in Covington. It's been around forever. Um, there's, I mean, yes, again, the list goes on and on. Uh, Tuk Thai is a new place on, in Metairie on Vets. Uh, Cafe Equator over by the mall, over by uh, Lakeside Mall. They're fixing to expand. They're taking over that property that was for so long, the egg roll house. You know, pour out a little soy sauce for the egg roll house, finally closed after all those years. 
sad to see that one go. Uh, but yeah, this I've never seen more and more higher quality Thai food than right now. And I'm getting a lot of uh, text about the Jamaican restaurant. Will they get the same menu at the Algiers Point restaurant as they will at the one uptown? Yes. Yeah, it's the same menu. Um, the specials will probably be a little different from place to place. Uh, but all the dishes I mentioned should be in, in regular rotation. And I should mention they're, they're sort of in their soft opening phase now. We talked about how to open a restaurant. Mm-hmm. The Algiers location is open Thursday through Sunday at the moment. Uh, and in January, just after the holidays, it'll shift over to, I think, a six-day-a-week schedule. But all that info is on my story on NOAA.com, too, so you can check there. Ian McNulty, have a great holiday weekend. We'll talk to you again next Friday. All right, my friend? All right. Love being with you, Tommy. And cheers to everybody out there. hope you have a great, uh, cheerful and generous holiday weekend. Right back at you, my friend. Ian McNulty covers food, dining, culture for the Times. Speaking you, New Orleans Advocate. Just Google Ian McNulty. We come back. We're talking to Bobby Ventura from TakingVegas.com. Talk about some NFL action this week and also about the college bowl games. Tommy Tucker back in a flash. WWL 940-20 till 10. Traffic now. WWL. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.